0: Hey everybody, it's Neelamani. Um, I'm here with another episode. I'm
1: going to be recording with my older brother, Neemai Headmark. How's it going, Nimai? It's pretty good. Um, today is Vyasa Purnima. Vyasa Purnima. It uh, is the full moon uh, in which they celebrate the birth of Vyasa Day. Hmm. And the full moon is significant because the full moon is when the... Na- the, the moon is a representation of the mind. And so the full moon is when the mind is fully enlightened. Mostly. Like, so it's like Guru Pranima. Actually, every full moon is a Guru Pranima. Right. Because it's when the mind is enlightened. Right. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, so I was thinking about um, Veda mm-hmm. and Vyasadeva, obviously, because yeah. it's yeah. right? And uh, it occurred to me a couple of things that. I wanted to run by you. Okay. Okay. So we know they have this, the general idea that we're told is that Vyasadeva is the compiler of the Vedas Mm -hmm. and that initially he takes the one pure Veda and he turns it into three Vedas and then later he adds the fourth. That's the story that we're told. Right. Okay. And then, and then. And so they say historically that the Atarva Veda was an addition and then it came later on Mm -hmm. and that, um, they they say that uh, in Manu Samhita, that more, more often than not they say Trayam Brahma Sanatanam or the three the, you know the threefold Veda right and they now they say that that he's not mentioning Tarva. right right mm-hmm. so I was thinking about that um, Veda means knowledge right, right? it also means four. As a definition, in really? the Sanskrit word Veda wow. it means knowledge from the word root, root Vid. Yeah. But yeah. it also means four. Right now, bear with me. Okay. Knowledge in truth on the absolute level is threefold. It's threefold knowledge. We can see that in a few different ways. Right. The first way is Veda is when the knower, the known, and knowing are one thing, okay, that's Veda. Yep. That's what Veda they're all is. Line, they're all when these. it's all, and you're in just in that, yeah, that is Veda. Right. The Rishis who would experience that sing the verses of the Vedas. Right. By which you can achieve Veda. Right. 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 right? Yeah. There's a you could say there's a fourth part of it, which is the experience of those three. Okay. It's four parts. Right. Right? Yep. You could also maybe postulate, you could look at ananda and you would end up with a threefold beta that way. Yeah. You could look at Jagannath Baladev Subhadra, and you'd end up with a threefold beta. Right. That way. Right. Right? You get three, but there's also four. Right. Because it is a Sudarshan. Because there's a Sudarshan. Yep. Right? Yep. So when the when there is places, so I would postulate the idea the Atarva was a later thing, is incorrect. Okay, the Atarva Veda, the verses of Atarva Veda have always been right, but reference to the three full Vedas still the knower, the known, and knowing. Okay, I see what you do. Right. Yeah. Now Vyasa Dev, Vyasa means that to 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 cut. Uh-huh. Right. To dissect. To dissect. To, to separate right to put the things apart right, right. so the uh, general uh, way they tell about it is okay he made the, he wrote it down and he split the Veda into these four Vedas that it right. was one canon and it was split into four mm-hmm. I would say that that's not what it is right because the Veda is Veda right right right, right it wasn't right. like just one book right it's Veda right 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 but by writing it down he separated the known the knower and knowing right. And the Atarva Veda
0: is actually the means of bringing those two things together. If yeah. you actually, right. So, so that's what's being separated. So, that when you write the... it down,
1: there's the knowledge that's contained in there. There's the act of knowing it by reading it, and then there's the person who's actively doing that. Right.
0: Well, again, there's the Rig Veda, which is the the it, it always talks about. It's always excelling the various forms of Vishnu, the various manifestations yeah. of the Vedic period of. Seeing the Indra, Varuna, Agni, Vishnu these these representations of Vishnu because Madhva's commentary on Rig Veda was that not a single person in, in Rig Veda, Veda. was worshipped other than Vishnu. Yeah. Well, and he we can proved say that from so many, we, he proved they... that, but his his point was to prove that 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 the Rig Veda wasn't just like some pe, pe, um polytheistic book yeah. that just extolled all these various deities, yeah. but it was actually. Vishnu's original forms of these various types. So then, but then yajurveda Veda, that sacrifice, all mm-hmm. the sacrifices are delineated in yajurveda right? Yeah. And then Samaveda, Samaveda is, well, for one, it holds a lot of the um, emotion, emotion mm. the mood, right? But the Atharva Veda is what gave birth to what we call today Tantra. All tantrics know that tantra is rooted in Atharva Veda. Veda. It came out of Atharva Veda. Yeah. And all the tapani Upanishads, hmm. tapani Upanishads, Rama tapani, tapani, um, Shiva tapani, Tripura tapani, um, Gopa tapani, they're all the addendums to Atharva Veda. And what they give you is the tantra hmm. of that deity, of that, pers- that, that particular mood of Ishta so um in a sense it's the again like we saw that it's the role of the jiva yeah it's the actions of the jiva is mm. given in a Tarva Veda mm. whereas the activities of Vishnu are given in the threefold
1: Veda yeah so so it goes back to those the four bits right because you had the knower yeah the known the knowing and the experience yeah
0: well see the, the problem with the way that the academics have studied um the history of thought yeah. in the India, in, in the you know in the area of India and Southeast Asia is that they, they they don't they don't um, teach that it was oral tradition up to the writing point. Yeah. That there is no known date in the beginning of the oral traditions. Yeah, they're timeless. They're, there's nobody who knows when someone first started teaching Rig Veda. Yeah, and singing Rig Veda because imagine. People memorize this stuff. There's traditions of mastering they how to. They still do it. Me- they still memorize the Rig Veda. Yeah. It takes hours and hours and hours to
1: chant, and they know it off by heart. Yeah, because the way the, the way the meters are, they're they're they're, they're, they're uh, somewhat aimed at being memory aids.
0: Well, Sanskrit and meter is memory aid. The yeah. rhythms are memory aids. Yeah.
1: It's like how you learn a you can learn a whole album of songs. You can yeah. sing the songs off by heart even if you m- maybe couldn't do it alone but as soon as you hear someone else do it you can sing along and sing yeah. every verse. The, so another thing like it's another
0: that. it's another big flaw with western style learning that that old style learning was you heard it and they had this idea yeah. that you memorize things you hear but you f- if you easily forget things you read or see. It's not the same it doesn't have the same imprint in the mind. That's why like bhakti siddhanta's whole thing wasn't that we should read books so much it was that you should hear
1: from a self-realized person you should yeah. hear yeah. them. them I mean, the whole concept of the gita comes from this
0: yeah i mean so pariksha is hearing the yeah. bhagavatam nobody's yeah. it. i mean the like bhagavatam. the
1: bhagavatam starts with with the sages in Naimisharanya and sutta goswami and i've been thinking a lot about sutta goswami being the first voice that you hear yeah and uh sutta being the son of also, just a tack on here
0: that you would say that the Itihasa and Purana section of the Veda are the fourth Veda. It's well. the
1: history.
0: No. Oh. It's the play of the Veda. Yeah. Yeah. It's exactly. The, the action. It's the actual history of the Veda. So then, if you if you yeah, it's, it's history. It's it's the history of the Veda. So, without the Purana and Itihasa, you you can't understand the Veda, and then, with even it's just they they all have to be held together with if you, if you separate them yeah the way indologists they they re, they were studying this stuff with the intent of disproving it and krishna makes things easy look if you want to disprove krishna's god look he got f- shot in the foot yeah and died yeah right he gave atheists that out like you don't want to accept me look i'll get shot in the foot and die so like You don't have to believe in me he gives you that opportunity so easily like oh what big guy he was he got shot in the foot Mm -hmm. and so for for the atheistic mentality people they'll look at the story of christian and go what kind of guy was he he got shot in the foot and died he's not god and it's the same when you're when you're going at these things with the purpose of disproving them you can always do that anything anything can be Carefully disproven through logic and different types of reasoning. Even even when you when you go into like quantum theory, right? You disprove matter. Yeah. If you want to disprove matter, you go into quantum theory, and you can disprove matter at the fundamental blocks of its ninety nine percent space. Nothing, vacuum, and th- so if you want to, you can. The point isn't to try to disprove stuff. The point is to actually try to see. What is? Hmm. But,
1: I mean, essentially, they arrive at what is by disproving what isn't. What isn't? There is nothing that isn't. No, what I mean. Something is, that isn't isn't. The, 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 the most approved method for discovering what is is neti neti. So yeah. right. So your yeah. first. It's easier to address what isn't than but ne, what but is. But neti
0: neti is, a, is, a, is 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 applicable only really to the self. Okay. Neti-neti is not applicable to... Look at, look at every study that you'll find on one particular topic. You'll find counter-studies that have a different view. Anything. Any social science has a theory on the way society goes. There'll be someone who has an opinion or a view and has done their research, collected their data, to show a different one. And this is the same thing that... What's his name? That guy on Rogan's podcast was talking about. Yeah. It's about inference. It's not yeah, about yeah, yeah, actual yeah. fact. It's just about the scope of fa- facts that you have. So you draw a theory, a yeah. thesis. Until more facts come uh, facts Or come. another fact disproves it. Yeah, and this kind of comes into the story of Matsya, how you're talking about Matsya, the pond being the mind. Yeah. And as Matsya grows, the mind has to grow to expand it. To accommodate it. Accommodating it, right? But with, with this kind of like mentality of like, Away, cutting away, cutting away, cutting away, cutting away, cutting away, cutting away to see if you... You'll never cut away everything. There's always more to cut away. Mm. Because it's, it's just the nature of reality. The, the further you look, the, the further more it you, is. It goes on and on and on. it goes on and on and on and on. So <clears throat> you can't understand Krishna by trying to disprove him. No, you can't. That's not possible. Because he's yeah. already... It's like he's already done that job for you. He's not manifesting himself. Mm. What are you going to just... Now, what are you talking about, ego? As soon as you start to try to disprove him, it's already you're like, what do you do? You you, you throw out a story? Okay, fine. Mm-hmm. You throw out a story.
1: So taking it back to Vyasi, yeah, and going back to the Bhagavad. Yeah. right, Because so like, that's the play of the Veda at the highest level. Yeah, right. So what I'm saying... So where I'm going now is... Bhagavatam starts with Vyāsadeva, right? Mm-hmm. It, it, uh, I mean, Bhagavatam starts with Onamogote, Yeah, right? So you're awakening the Vāsus. We talked about that a little bit last time with, um, Druba. With Druba, right? Then you have the Dhimahi, that, and there's what, fourth verse? Paramaham said
0: Dhimahi's first yeah. verse. First verse. Yeah. It's on the Mo Bhagavat and it's then it's the verse that
1: ends with Paramsatyam param param Dhi. Paramsatyam Dimi. Right? Where he's he he is invoking. Sorry guys, I got a bit of a cold. He he I mean Dimahi is such a powerful word. Yeah. Pull whatever knowledge you're after. Mm-hmm. To you. Yeah. The Mahi. You're giving yeah. it to me. Yeah, yeah. Bring it into me. Right? Mm hmm. And then it starts telling about Vyasadev being um, unsatisfied. With writing the Mahabharata. With writing the Mahabharata and everything he'd written up to that point. Yeah. 17 Puranas. Yeah. Right? So he felt he hadn't done his job. Mm-hmm. He hadn't separated. He hadn't separated in such a way that you could achieve Veda. Prema for the Veda. That was Narada's criticism was that he
0: revealed all the Vedas. Re- he revealed all the knowledge. He revealed Krishna, Vishnu, da da that. But he didn't actually reveal properly in full because it's the more that path of Bhagawa, path of yeah. Playa, and, and I would say that because
1: true. it's fourfold. Yeah, this wasn't revealed to the height. Right. The fourth bit, the experience. Yeah. The highest experience being when Rasa fully manifests. Right. Right. You can you can realize the first three. And yeah. Take you to the Brahman platform. Right. Right. But until you, the four the, the rasas have manifest from Brahman. Right. Then right. you haven't gotten fourfold Veda. Right, right, You've right. gotten threefold. Threefold Veda. And Krishna says many times that, that to Arjuna,
0: you know, abandon the threefold Veda because they only lead to continuous birth and death. And birth and death. And and the four four he's in like Hamsa says of the three states of consciousness, I'm the i I'm, I'm the, the fourth. fourth. So it's always in the fourth that you have to actually yeah. die So it's getting to the fourth.
1: Yeah. Right, so everything we're seeing these three and fours in reference to Veda, right? And we see it throughout in reference to um, ohm, we're gonna see threes and fours one, three, four. Like the math is very well. Okay, so
0: the remainder, right? Three, yes, yeah. square root of three always has a remainder. That's the fourth, that's the fourth. So do we look at the jiva as the fourth, or always the Krishna is the fourth? Krishna and the Jiva are are one and the same. Well no, but yes, because we we are yeah, but no. Yeah. So I explained it like this once. You see the Bindu, yeah. right? The Bindu has a line that is the boundary of the Bindu. Okay. You draw a Bindu, yeah, 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 right? Yeah, 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 it has yeah. to have an edge, right? Yeah. The edge is the Tata ashta. Right, so we're the edge of the bindu, of the bindu. but non different from the bindu yeah. in terms of
1: where we reside, where we are a part and of. And the bindu being the dot in the om. Yeah. So you have the three bit. Yeah. The little squiggly. Yeah. And then you have the little half moon. Yeah. And the dot.
0: Yeah, and the, and the ha- the squiggly the half moon is the is the emanation. Is the sound that causes the emanation? Of so it's the like the tree. sound wave. The, the, the bit nada is that that chandra that, yeah. that's called nada. Yeah. That is the sound wave, the vibration like, that comes that off, off of Bindu. the stillness that Krishna is. Yeah. Because Krishna is the Krishna. That's why they say Krishna's is in Gyanamudra. It says that uh, I can't remember this one verse I was reading one Gyanam mantra. I was talking about how Krishna is always in Gyanamudra, which means he's silent. Yeah. Krishna is silent. He's yeah. Very... Very grave and silent, right? That's because at the level of Krishna, it comes all into silence. It's like Buddhists got it where they made it impersonal, which is this void. Void, yeah. Light, this blue light, conscious. It's alive. So most people don't understand that the void in Buddhism is not dead.
1: Yeah.
0: It's life, but at the most fundamental, Still. still no appearances, no illusions. <clears throat> nothing just a pure bright light that's Vishuddha Sattva
1: yeah
0: so, so Vishuddha Sattva that's what we have to understand Shantaras right so you get to that void yeah that Shantaras right
1: well that's Shanta and the Ras hasn't started but the thing <laughs> is
0: yeah that's no that is Ras okay it emanates joy right that's the, the co-emergence of so in Buddhism they called it they had a, they had term for um the qualities of that level of being was the emptiness and compassion. Right. Or and later on it developed into this emptiness and mahasuka. The compassion took the flavor of mahasuka's it was bliss.
1: Yeah. Rather than just care. Why do you think that um Vaishnavas generally say that there's only Sat and Chit at that level, and that the Ananda is missing. Look,
0: every time they do that, what they're trying to say is predominant. Right. Predominant. You can't separate those three, no, just like just... you can't separate the Gunas. Right. So also they do this with the Vyuha. Yeah. The chapter have Bhagavan has six qualities, right? Yeah. So there's four. Each of them manifests predominantly two of sorry Vasudev manifests fully right all six yeah then sankarshan manifests bala and Jnana at max at maximum then and I, I can't give you the details on the other two but essentially they each manifest fully two yeah of them but swayam bhagavan manifests all six Right, and then we have Krishna who manifests all six and then some more. Yeah. So it's like more than everything. Krishna is like everything and, then, and more, yeah. and 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 sweet. Yeah. Everything more and sweet. Yeah. So because also
1: he's everything, but he's more than the sum of his parts. Right. Yeah. So, so he's more.
0: By he's nature. M- yeah. And 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 so Narayan has sixty four qual- no sixty qualities, right, and then Krishna has sixty four qualities. Yeah. That the same they're different. And Krishna has those just those extra little bits that make them all the more lovable and approachable.
1: Yeah.
0: And, and and that is the proper way to look at being. That's the best way to look at life existence being.
1: So you had the om, so we had the bindu, we had the nada. The nada is the sound that manifests
0: right. Right. the three. So basically. the nada manifests, boom, and then it gives rise to the state first the state of deep sleep. Right. Then arises this, the platform of dream. Right. Then arises this.
1: Right. Which is why every Purana starts with the creation. Yeah. Because essentially they're telling you the same thing. Yeah. Right? They're telling you yeah. that fourfold order through the... Uh, Srishti, Sthiti, Samhara. Well, also through the... the um, <clears throat> I guess you could say manifestation of Mahavishnu, Garbhadakshaya Vishnu, Karanadakshaya Vishnu. Yeah, well, so,
0: so those are, so then you have, yeah, exactly. And then the birth of Brahma. That's Chaturviuha. Yeah. The, ma, that, that first from Narayan to yeah. Mula Sankarshan to Garbhadakshaya Vishnu to Shirdakshaya Vishnu, that's Chaturviuha. Yeah. Because the Shirdakshaya Vishnu, he's Aniruddha. Yeah. Garbhadakshaya Vishnu, he's Pradumna. Yeah. And then the Karanadakshaya Vishnu, he's Sankarshan. Yeah. And then Narayan Mula, And then Paravasudev is Krishna.
1: Yeah. So they're trying to remind you that at the beginning of every Purana. Every time. But the thing is that what most people do
0: is they want to make this the base of reality. Yeah. And that... When you say this, you mean this... The Jagat, the waking state. Like this is the most real thing. Right. It's not. Most of what's going on here happens in our minds. Yeah the stories, the whole history of all of it is mostly what's going on in the mind. Conflict, war, yeah. all economics. Show me economics as a thing. Value as a thing. Show, yeah, exactly. Th- those are internal things. This is why Jordan Peterson is actually way ahead of his time. These people can't understand him at all. Sam Harris doesn't get it. He doesn't understand, actually, just how right Jordan Peterson is.
1: Mm.
0: Unfortunately. Mm. Because what Sam Harris is trying to do is noble in one way and demonic in another. Mm. And what Jordan Peterson is trying to do is pure good. It's pure good. The, the only thing i i i the only thing that I fault George Peterson on is he hasn't come to the point where he can prove God he hasn't come to the point where he can articulate the reason for proof of God mm. and it's because Christian belief in God is based on the resurrection of Christ yeah and none of us were there yeah so it's not a provable thing it's not self evident if he was resurrected or not resurrected yeah it's self evident that his actions caused a massive shift in the world yeah One that Sam Harris could never accomplish.
1: Yeah.
0: One that even Jordan Peterson himself couldn't accomplish. Mm. You know, that is something that you have to actually really think about how the actions of one man can cause a massive revolution of thought and behavior and ethics and morality and law and government. The actions of one man. Influencing millions of people at a level beyond anything that we're used to.
1: Yeah.
0: And it's because the intellect can only reach so far.
1: Yeah. No, I know what you mean. mean. All right, so going back to Bhagavatam again. Go back to Bhagavatam. Okay. So, um, Vyasa Davis, feeling... Dissatisfied, it's right? The first personality that we're introduced to, right? Then we're introduced to Narada. yeah, right. And the reason I bring this up is the idea, or the let me not say idea. It's not an idea. It's like a the view with which I look at the Bhagavatam. Is that the leela is threefold, okay? Mm-hmm. So I look at the leela as being uh, external to myself, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. In the same way that the leela, well, I look at the spirit soul as being a a copy of Krishna, right? Yeah. Right. A part and parcel of Krishna, so it's one in nature, right? So. You can look at how things apply to Krishna and then you can see how they apply to you in the same way. Right. Right? Mm -hmm. So, for Krishna, the Leelas are his, they are, they you could say, are external. Mm -hmm. They're happening outside of him. Mm -hmm. At least the rupa of him. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. And then they are happening within him Mm -hmm. because everything is within Krishna. Right. And then they are happening within him like, we're talking like vasudev, right? Right. Like the real big picture. There's three pictures that are all simultaneously true. So wouldn't you put
0: it external, middle, and internal?
1: What do you mean by middle? Outside, on, in. On, in. Yeah, that could work. Either way. So when you go to the when you go to the level of for myself or yourself or right then you see the leela as being um, a phenomenon outside of yourself yeah right yep. then you see the leela as something going on inside, inside of yourself and then you see the leela as being something much bigger than both of those things right right it's krishna's becomes krishna's yaga it becomes for krishna mm-hmm. it's not about me it's not about the people involved yeah. It was always about Krishna. That's right. how I look at yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the okay. highest view, right? Right? So so then I try to um, study the Puranas and try to understand them from at least the first two. I can't understand the third one, right? I can't understand on the level of it's Krishna's pleasure. I mean, I can say that, but the meaning behind everything, I can't necessarily...
0: Well, I don't... Well, well, can't you can't you just can't you just um, understand that since you know reality is Krishna yeah reality is for Krishna by Krishna of Krishna that all these stories all these different occurrences all these different illustrations all of these different things when we use the word Leela we're saying play yeah so this is the way in which he experiences himself himself I understand in that play so when I
1: when I say that I don't approach where I'm not. I don't. Um, uh, I can't. I don't. What's the word? I don't take the position to put words in his mouth, so to say. Yep. Right. So I, I, ex- I accept that that's what it is, but I don't label it in any kind of way, because that's for him to do. Right. You understand what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, but on the other two, I can. Right. On the other two, I can. Mm-hmm. So we're at Narada still. We're at Narada still. And so um, you can read the story as it is written, right? And, and take it literal. And that's the external part. So right. you don't, it doesn't require any analysis. Right. It's telling you what the story is. Yeah. You just take it as it is. And that's that how it is. went to that guy. Yeah, that's it. Conversation. Blah, but blah. when we go to the internal, then we have to, we have to start like analyzing and seeing what's, what's being brought to the attention within myself. Right. Potentially. Right? Right. And the way the stories are is like they're implanting ideas. Yep. Whether you're even aware of it or not, slowly, slowly these seeds bear fruit. They, right. they blossom and they turn into something as you are um, practicing yoga. Right. So we get Vyasadeva. We've already described Vyasadeva as, as that agency by which dissects the mm-hmm. experience of Veda. He's almost like a spiritual scientist yeah and he's the one he's the first bit <clears throat> he's the one that awakens that potential for you to do that hmm he is guru right when you do Vyasa Purnima to that's the day you worship guru right the guru being the one who put who is the knowledge but also Gives bestows the, the knowledge yeah. right yeah so he's the first so if, First, you go to Guru in the Bhagavad. And all the Puranas. Especially yeah. in Bhagavatam, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? First, Guru. And he goes he goes to his Guru. Right. Which is Narada. Right. Narada um, was Narada Rishi. and mm-hmm. Narada, you have two words. Nara and Da. In this right. Narada, right? Mm-hmm. Nara, they say, means man. Da is like... You can see it three ways, but generally speaking, the way I tend to notice it is it gives something. Duh. Like, to, give, like to, to give. To give. Yeah. donation Dana, Dana. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And dhamma uh, it's like a charity. Dhamma. You overcome greed by dhamma. Charity. Mm-hmm. Right? So anyway. So Nara, and we have Narayan. And then we're going to find, we're going to later on be introduced to Nara and Narayan Rishi, who are right. one and the same. Right, right, which right. Which is a very interesting thing. Okay? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, Nara is a human form. It's, a, it's not a human form, it's a human being. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? And it's not just anyone is a Nara. Not any man, any human person born from human parents is a Nara, in truth. Right. Bhijma describes the qualities of Nara to Yudhisthira. It's an elevated person mm-hmm. to be a Nara. Yeah. It's not like a Manushya. Manusha is the name that for any anybody any, born in the lineage of Manu. Right. Meaning man. Right. Um, but Anara is an, is a special name. It's like a, it's like of men the topmost. Like most. The topmost man is Anara. Yeah. And Anara. Is suitable for Narayana. right? Right, Nar- Nara the the goal of or the path. Also, it's also, of the, it's also Nara. the source
0: of the concept of the Aryan.
1: Yeah, that oh. the highest kind of human, human being, being, the hi-
0: the most developed, most awakened, most most. Um, it's not a birth thing. So that was the thing that they always tried to do. They tried to make it like a race. Yeah. It's not a race, it's just a quality that can be awakened in Minutia or man yeah. to rise to the platform of a Nara, which they called those who were on that platform who referred to Arya. Yeah, because they're on the
1: path to Narayan.
0: Yeah, because they're following after Narayan. Yeah. The Narayan um the Yan vehicle of yeah. Naraya. Yeah. Yan. The vehicle of Nara, Narayan. He is the vehicle by which man moves properly through the world, Narayan. When you understand Narayan, you take shelter in Narayan, then you're an an Aryan. Gotcha.
1: And Nara and Narayan. See, Narayan is the goal. Right. And Nara is the goal. So Nara and Narayan become one. Right. Right, and, they're and that's as a exemplified in Nara, Naraya, and Rishi. Rishi yeah. They are the ones that teach how you can see the world in that way. Right, right, because Rishi means to see; it means a seer. Right, <clears throat> because they're seeing that, then you are able. If you follow them, yeah, 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 you're gonna find your way to the same yeah point. Right, so Narada is a significant. Uh, Arguably, one of the most significant Rishis, if not the most. Well, he's like
0: the Rishi of Bhakti. Of Prema. Bhakti, yeah,
1: because he's teaching how to get to the Narayana. Well, because he teaches the Bhakti Sutra. He's right. teaching how to reach the perfect goal. Right. Right. Yeah. What actual perfection is? He grants that to you because he's right. Narada. He gives right. it to you.
0: And Vyasa had already explained moksha. Many, yep. many, many times, times over. And then Nara does like, well, you didn't explain <laughs> you didn't, bhakti you didn't, you didn't do the properly. Sake. You didn't explain bhakti. So you didn't explain essentially, you didn't explain the Tarava Veda. You yeah. didn't explain Tantra. You didn't explain the processes of awakening prema.
1: Yeah.
0: And and, and the processes, um, you know, from Vaidi Bhakti through yoga, Jnana Yoga, Charya Yoga, and. Finally, Raganuga Yoga. Yeah. Raganuga Bhakti Yoga, yeah. the highest level, which is, you know, way
1: beyond our... Yeah. So then we are uh, introduced to Sutta Goswami. Because it kind of, the story goes back and forth between Sutta Goswami telling all of this, you know, the way the, the timeline goes. You right. Know, the story within a story. It's a bit of a trance loop. Right. So, you get to Sutta Goswami, and I find Sutta Goswami very interesting, because you can look at it, as far as I see, you can look at it a few different ways. Sutta Goswami is the son of Romaharshana Maharshani Sutta,
0: uh-huh.
1: and Sutta literally means the son. Uh huh. So, it's like, like in biblical terms, you have the father, the son, and the Holy Spirit. Right. right. You have the father and the son, and there's a concept of the, of the son coming into the footsteps of his father. Yeah. His, the son receiving the knowledge of his father. Right. Right. So, Sutta Goswami becomes the candidate who's most suitable to speak to the sages of Naimishranya. Right. Because he's heard it, he's received yeah. that knowledge. Right. Yeah. The whole idea of Bhagavat was that we are leaving this idea of the Vedas actually as this, the Shruti, we're leaving Shruti behind. And we're now into the realm of smriti. It's coming off the lips of a pure devotee. Right. 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 Right.
0: It's been heard and then digested.
1: And Digested. Like any, it's it's better. Better now.
0: It's, it's actually condensed. better. It's
1: purified. It's, it's 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 well because it's
0: purified by consciousness.
1: Exactly. It, it's gone through the fire. Yeah. Right. It's like when you take the butter and then you and then you melted it and you. And then clarified it, and you've taken off. And then it's ghee. And then it's ghee. It's, it, it, it's, it's, it's at its best. Yeah. The Bhagavatam is. The clarified the Veda. The clarified Veda. Wow. Wow. Isn't that beautiful, right? That's beautiful. So then Bhagavatam becomes the cream of the cream of the cream right. of knowledge. And that's a great way to say it because milk is itself knowledge. Right. Right? Veda, the first, the, the first way they describe Veda descending is from the milk of Kamadenu. right? The 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 desire giving cow, right? Um, when Krishna plays his flute, the milk pours from her right. from her udder, and that's Veda, right? So they, this idea that Bhagavatam is like that. It's like the cream of the cream of the cream that's been condensed and condensed and condensed and condensed, right? And so we're introduced to the idea that Bhagavatam has to be heard. From the, lips of, From the lips of someone who is holding love Krishna in their heart. Right. Because love is the goal. Right. Narda Muddhi has told Vyāsadeh that this is what you have to do. If you want to be satisfied. If you want your conclusion you to be want to, satisfactory, you, yeah, it has it, to be the, has the Bhakti Siddhānta. It has to be Bhakti Siddhānta. Yeah. Yeah. It has to have the final conclusion. And then it, without the final as, conclusion, as it's as like a story without a…
0: bhakti. As you perform, like for example, like, like, let's look at it this way, right? We yeah. start bhakti. What do we, If we start on the path of bhakti, we're not actually doing bhakti. We're going to be doing sakama karma, karma yoga. Yeah. We're going to be doing karma yoga activities with self-motivated interest, right? Yeah. Yeah. But we're going to make some pretense of making it religious, so we're going to dedicate it to Narayan. We're going to be like, yeah. oh yeah, yeah, I offer this to you, <coughs> blah, yeah. blah, blah, right? And it's yeah. more or less, that's called aropa. We ascribe something spiritual to something that's totally mundane. So your job, you can just do your job and you can you can offer that as a as an offering of love. And even though you know that you have to do that to survive. Yeah. So it's self-motivated. If you don't do that, you cannot survive, right? The the heat of that yoga melts the butter. Yeah. Right? As you do that, right, you're gonna come to the point of you enjoy this. There's some this heat, yeah. this pleasure coming out of this, I'm feeling happier. As I'm, even though I might be toiling, I'm feeling happier. So yeah. then you're like, ooh. Then, you know, because you have a body. You have to do yoga because you have to keep the body healthy. You have to keep the body fit, and you're t- started. To, you're given some guideline to start inquisitive inquiry into knowledge. Right? Second thing that Krishna teaches is jnana yoga. Right? He gives them the knowledge. He gives them a bit of knowledge about Brahman. Right? So yeah. the Nishka- the Sakama Karma Yogi, then he gets Jnana and then he starts uh oh I need to look into this. But then he finds that he can't figure it out, okay? He can't get it with his mind, he can't get at it with his mind, so he needs you, you, you essentially begin to turn up the heat with the process of jnana and yoga combined, right? Sankhya and yoga combined, you're turning up the heat, you kind of, in, and then slowly, slowly, the impurities of the butter, which are the jnana, uh, mishra, karma mishra, yoga mishra, those impurities, then we start to scrape off the top, right? Then finally, when we finally let those impurities off the top, then what we're left with is ghee. Yeah. Bhakti and then even then that can be Then that's mixed back with milk
1: and other things and other things that you make
0: sweets Yeah, you may that you put that into milk as it's boiling down now I have Burfi, yeah. you know, because that's how, that's the key ingredient to Burfi you boil milk down to it's fine You know, it's it otherwise if you don't add ghee it'll burn it'll burn on the bottom so yeah. that that purified knowledge of the Veda that is ghee in the milk which is actually
1: consciousness
0: consciousness at the end of boiling it down to this most yeah its most essential ingredient. ingredient which is that you know that koa. yeah you add the ghee and sugar the sweetness we're looking to we're we're alchemists that we're we're doing we're alchemists of our own being to try to extract love
1: yeah.
0: for being which includes ourselves, everyone else, and especially though we're going to take that piece of Murphy, which is that vision, that reality, that ourself, that others, that everything and we're going to
1: put it in Krishna's mouth,
0: put it in Krishna's mouth
1: for him to enjoy. for
0: him to enjoy. But the greatest thing is that as soon as he is enjoyed, yeah. It takes a bit and he puts it in your mouth. Yeah. It's not one-way street. Yeah. This whole process is not a one-way street. you know. It's not tyranny of the highest caliber of this, yeah. oh, we have to obey this big mighty god. No. But yeah, but no. That's not how we see. If we start to see that, then what we get, we just get the terrible Virat Rupa crunching down, crunching down on the army of Kurukshetra, both sides, doesn't matter, biting all the... We get the massive... Mahakala Rupa. Yeah. That's basically what the Muslims are worshipping. They're worshipping Shiva, really. Yeah. Which is, Mahakala Rupa's is terrifying. That's why they're like, I will obey.
1: Yeah.
0: I will obey. Because he's great. Because he is the greatest, most powerful, most terrifying, most everything. right? <clears throat> mm. But the, the real knowledge of Islam went through the Sufi tradition. And they were like, oh no, no, it's love. Yeah. They got it. They got the message from Muhammad where it was love, yeah, and not fear, yeah, and 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 at the early stages of Christianity they also got it, but then the the church wanted to use the fear one. They wanted to control the world by the fear of God. That's why everyone wants to reject him. That's why this is how, this was the biggest disservice, but it's ultimately it's ultimately for the best because with with all that creates this tension in the world for that when Krishna appears. In that sweetness, in that relatable, sweet, charming, beautiful way, people fall in love with him. Mm-hmm. And then whether they obey him or don't obey him, that's up to them and him. Mm-hmm. But to know that he's there and to keep their eye on the prize, to cultivate love for themselves, for others, and for him. Yeah. They, they've actually attained you know, the real message of the Veda. And so, that was a fun little yeah. That was fun exploration. I think of we have to,
1: We should. Uh, uh, that was fun. End the, but it, you know, I just to finish it off. It, it uh, it's like the starting point, as I see it, where it was my starting point. Or it is my starting point of how I'm now trying to approach and marvel at the, the leelas, leelas yeah. and the complexity and the depth of of um Puranas and Mahabharata. Mahabharata and Puranas, yeah. And uh it becomes, you know, like increasingly incredible. Like absolutely incredible.
0: Well that's what they know This, this is how you for it's how you experience Rasa. Yeah. Like Rupa Goswami wrote those two plays and then Rupa uh, Bhakti Rasa Mrita, Sindhu and Ujwala Nilamani so that you would understand Rasa dynamics so that when you read so with Sambandha Gyan, then you have Sambandha Gyan because Sambandha Gyan lets you know who's who. Tattva Gyan lets you know what's what. Yeah. And if you don't know what Krishna is or who Krishna is, you won't experience anything when you read his stories. Yeah. But as you slowly begin to understand who he is, what he is.
1: Yeah. Start Start with what he is and then you can understand who he is. And then how he is. And then how he is. Yeah.
0: So, if, if you know, the, the point is to submissively hear from the Bhagavad, yeah. then you
1: will believe in God. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Because He's he's absolutely real. Yeah. And you have that verse, again, uh, the Veda says, Om Thad Vishnu yep. Paramam Param Sada Pasham suraya Divi vachakshu Shuvara Tham Thad Vipasha you Yibo, right? That the Sada, the, the, the eternal abode uh, is, you know, is the topmost destination the, the, the topmost destination, 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 destination is the lotus feet of Vishnu, the, feet of Vishnu. Yeah. The, the abode of Vishnu. Mm. And that that uh, the brahmanas are looking to that abode, yeah, and they're able to show it to you, yeah, because they carry it with them, yes, right in their hearts, yeah. So the Bhawat, as he, as he, uh, as that is revealed within his heart, he's able to give you the darshan. If he wants to. Yeah, or if he's capable or allowed to Well, I mean ultimately Krishna and has to has reveal that himself. Path. Exactly.
0: And then he revealed himself through the Bhagavad, by the Bhagavad, in the, the Bhagavad. Bhagavad. Yeah. So the path to the Bhagavad is the Bhagavad. The process that we follow is called the Bhagavad.
1: Yeah.
0: When you when you actually know that Pancharatra has two names Bhagavat and Pancharatra, yeah. they're the same thing.
1: Yeah.
0: There's no difference. So anyone you actually want to have to, you have to go into learning Pancharatra. these the, the Tantra that is contained, the Sattva Tantra, the process of Archana, Yoga, meditation on Vishnu, Nyata. meditation on Nyasa, um, Purushcharana, Charana, how to actually make the Mantra Shakti awaken so that it starts to clear away properly. All these different blocks and coverings that the Anarthas that cover you from perceiving Krishna as the Paramatma. You can hear it a hundred times as a theory. And until you see it, it doesn't matter. So you have to do the process to see it. Unless you're seeing it, it's dead. It's dead knowledge. It doesn't have consciousness in it. it doesn't have life in it. So the means of attaining that was given in the Bhagavad as Pancharatra. And the Upanishads that give it, for Vaishnavas, you can look and read Narasimha Tapani. Gopala tapani, Rama tapani,
1: Shiva tapani.
0: No, No. if Vaishnavas will will be, and um, Hayagriva Upanishad, also Hamsa Upanishad. So you go, you study those texts, you figure out, you learn those mantras, find a way to get diksha, because you have to get diksha if you want to do this properly, because there's so much coverings you have no clue. There's so much. You've been, in, you've been in existence forever, in forgetfulness, forever. As far as where you can be concerned. Forever. So, how much you've done, how much bad, each and every single one of us has done, lifetime after lifetime after lifetime. We've all been Hitlers. Every single one of us. Not a single soul alive today hasn't been a Hitler. So... You've got a lot to, uh, you've got a lot to be sorry for. And the only one who's gonna swallow that poison is Guru. So on today's Guru Pranim. you pray the Guru Dave. He swallows that poison like, like it's supper, man. He swallows that poison like it's supper because he's doing that for serving Krishna. That's his love for Krishna. He will always clean up the mess. Jai Nitai Gur, Hari Jai Guru, Jai Guru, Jai, Hari Thanks guys. I hope you enjoyed that. Let us know, Haribo. JANU LAMBI TAHUJAU